This is episode number 117 with Grace Smith. Welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. I'm your host, Melissa, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl and Open Wide. And I'm here to remind you that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word. Each week, I'll be getting up close and personal with thought leaders from around the globe, as well as your weekly dose of motivation so that you can create epic change in your own life and become the best version of yourself possible. Are you ready, beautiful? This week's podcast is brought to you by Sunlight and Saunas. Now, if you've been following me on Instagram stories for a while, you will know I love my infrared sauna time. We have had one in our Bondi home for a few years now, but we recently got one in our Noosa home too, which is epic. And I often get asked about my favorite wellness and self-care rituals. And with the amount that I am on and off airplanes, by far one of my favorites is time in my sauna. It's just time for me. No one can interrupt. I love it. And I personally want to be the best version of myself. And infrared saunas have been an amazing way for me to rest, rejuvenate, rebuild, and heal my body and mind. And since I've personally been using it, I've noticed my skin get clearer and some aches and pains that I had in my lower back have minimized. And the best part is I always feel bursting with energy when I get out. And it's just awesome. Afterwards, I always try and jump in the ocean, which is just pure bliss. It's so delicious. So for all my Aussie and New Zealand-based listeners, I have a $500 gift voucher for you. All you have to do is head to sunlighten.com.au forward slash Melissa and mention the code word Melissa Ambrosini in your inquiry to receive your $500 voucher. How epic is that? And be sure to tag me in your sauna pics when you get it. Grace Smith is a renowned hypnotherapist and the founder of gshypnosis.com, the world's first hypnotherapy hub, as well as Grace Space Hypnotherapy School, and she is on a mission to make hypnosis mainstream. Now, she's a regular guest on CBS's hit show, The Doctors, and her work has been featured in The Atlantic, Marie Claire, Forbes, Mind Body Green, BuzzFeed, Bustle, InStyle, and more. Her private coaching clients include celebrities, CEOs, professional athletes, and government officials. How cool is that? She is also a powerful keynote speaker and the author of Close Your Eyes, Get Free. And in today's episode, we chat about her story from New York City corporate to her obsession with hypnosis how hypnosis helped her quit smoking and get over her fear of public speaking for good, what is hypnosis, how hypnosis works exactly, the key to changing your subconscious thoughts and how to reprogram your brain, from nail-biting, weight loss, quitting sugar, and everything else that hypnosis can help you with, how to use hypnosis for childbirth and she shares her birthing story which was fascinating, what she is working on within herself at the moment, the two books that changed her life, her morning success routine, plus at the end of this episode, Grace takes us through a powerful stress-busting hypnosis which you can do at home anytime. It is amazing. And for everything that we mention in the show notes, you can check out over at melissaambrosini.com forward slash 117. And before we dive into today's episode, I want to read the review of the week. And this comes from The Healthy Hustler. And she says, the best. Love, love, love this podcast so much. I get such a boost of motivation and happiness every time I listen to an episode. 
Thank you so much for that beautiful review. I'm so grateful. And don't forget, if you want to be the review of the week for next week, head on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review right now. And now, let's bring on this super goddessy, Grace Smith. Grace, it is so great to have you on the show. But before we dive in, can you please tell us what you had for breakfast this morning? Yes. (laughs) This morning I had avocado toast and it was delicious. I had it running out the door on the way to my Nana's 101st birthday party. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. 101. Oh, that is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. I bet she's very special to you. Oh my goodness. She's my hero. She really is. She's unbelievable. She still reads a handful of books every week. She's just an incredible woman. What a beautiful, beautiful thing to still have. My 95-year-old nonna recently passed away and it, it was so hard. It was so hard. And I think about her and I feel her every day. Yeah, I'm absolutely certain that her spirit is still with you. And, you know, the thing is, because Nana is 101, I know everyone will always say when the time comes, she lives such a beautiful life, but she's still so integral to my life. I just can't even begin to imagine. But the way she's going now, I wouldn't be surprised if she breaks the Guinness Book of World Records. So, (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Now, I am so excited for today's conversation. We have not spoken about this ever on the podcast, and I'm so grateful that you're here. But can you tell us a bit about your story and how you got to where you are today and how you got into hypnosis? First things first, I never in a million years, ever in a million years would have thought that this would be my career. I mean, I did not grow up as a little girl thinking to myself, I can't wait to be a hypnotist one day. I just thought it was the most bizarre thing, you know, the clucking chickens, the swinging watches, the crazy stage show they bring to the high schools in the States during prom so that you don't drink and drive. I mean, it's, I don't know how it is in Australia, if you guys have that over there, but here it's always been a joke. That's the way I viewed it. And then later on in life, I graduated from college in 2018, the peak of the recession over here. And I got a job in fundraising at the largest fundraising firm in the world. And our quotas were something like $350 million that each of us were responsible for raising. It was really intense. And because everybody was losing their jobs, losing their pensions, terrified about their financial futures, it was not an easy time to be in fundraising. It was not an easy time to have your hand out. And every single day, we'd have to get together with our bosses in corporate and share with them our numbers. And across the board, we were usually coming up short because they had made the projections before the the recession started. So what happened was I realized... I had no healthy coping mechanisms for stress, like none whatsoever. And when I think about my life back then, who I was compared to who I am today, it's so shockingly different. But I turned to drugs and alcohol as my quote unquote coping mechanisms for this crushing anxiety and stress where every day I woke up thinking, well, today's the day I get fired and I'm not able to find a job and can't pay for XYZ was always on my mind. So fast forward a few years and the drug and alcohol stopped being recreational and started being a real problem. And I was very lucky at the age of 24 to get sober. And I remember that day turning to a friend and saying, okay, today's the day I quit alcohol, I quit drugs, and I quit smoking cigarettes. And she said, "Uh uh-huh, not at all, honey. She walks me across the street, buys me two packs of cigarettes, says, go home, smoke these, (laughs) and just don't pick up a drink. And uh, I realized now it was the lesser of two evils and that it was the right thing for me to do. But six months into my sobriety, I started feeling very confident in thinking, okay, this is my new lifestyle. I'm liking this. Things are getting better. I want to quit smoking. And I tried everything, Melissa. I tried the patches, gum, cold turkey, and nothing was working. And I said, how can this be that I stopped these two other highly addictive things that were really defining my personality in many ways, the after work me, and I'm not able to stop smoking. So someone um, mentioned to me that their mother had been able to quit 
smoking with the use of hypnosis. And if they had said this to me eight months prior, before I had gone through this really difficult time in my life of getting sober, I would have said, absolutely not. What is this joke? Like, this isn't going to work for me. I'm type A, yada, yada, yada. I can't relax. And I think because I'd been so humbled by how difficult of an experience I'd just been through, I said, you know what? Let me give it a try. So I went to the hypnotherapist's office, arms clo- you know, crossed over my chest, thinking to myself, there's no way this is going to work. And I never smoked again after one session. Wow. <laughs> and it wasn't a joke. It was the most relaxing, non-invasive, fascinating, really interesting experience I'd ever had. And now the reason why I wasn't fundraising was because I studied human rights. That's what I got my master's in. And so my reaction to this wasn't the normal, oh, I'm glad this worked. I'm glad I didn't waste my money. This was successful. Great. Now I'm a non-smoker. My reaction was, this is a human rights issue. Why does anyone have emphysema? Why does anybody have lung cancer? Why is anybody smoking who doesn't want to smoke if this is so effective? Because I 100% didn't believe it was going to work. I just really wanted it to. So fast forward a little bit, I used it to overcome a fear of public speaking, debilitating fear of public speaking. Basically, I wanted to test it. You know, I wanted to try it for a few more things before I said, okay, I got to really look into why there's such a misunderstanding between what this is and what it seems to be. And because it helped me with my public speaking, because it helped me with insomnia, it helped me with so many things. I said, all right, I'm getting a certification just to start understanding the subconscious mind more. Why is this so powerful and why can it help me for so many things? So I have my certification now and I'm doing hypnosis part-time, still not ready to give up my big fancy corporate career in New York City that I've really worked so hard to climb up the ladder for, but very, very interested to know why this stuff works so well. And then I get the call to help a man named Alexandre, who was a warrior. He was hand-chosen by his government of Brazil to represent the United Nations in Syria for peace talks or intended peace talks. So the scariest place in the world. And while he was there, his UN convoy was crossing Damascus and was stopped at a blockade. And the last thing Alexandre remembered was looking out his window and seeing a bazooka pointed at his face. And he blacked out, woke up 10 days later at a hospital in Lebanon to find that he hadn't lost his life as he thought he was going to in that moment, but that he had lost life as he'd known it because he had suffered a stress-induced stroke and was now paralyzed on the left-hand side of his body. So because he was so high up in the United Nations, his family wasn't told the extent of the damages that he had suffered um, during the stroke. And when he was flown home to New York City, three months later, he hadn't moved even a finger on the left-hand side of his body, was totally, completely paralyzed, and they found out when he landed. So the whole family was broken and shocked. He was in a deep, deep depression, which is completely understandable, obviously, given the circumstances. And I was called in to try to help him with his mindset, to just try to help drag him out of this depression and focus on the positive. So needless to say, I was terrified. I had no idea if I could help him with this. At this point, I'd been working with people on things like weight loss and nail biting and fear of flying, but no one with this deep of a depression. So I walk into the Rusk Institute with these surgeons and doctors and their white coats and everything's so official and I'm just doing this part-time and I see this broken man lying in his hospital bed. He can barely make, you know, look into my eyes. He can barely meet my gaze. And I said, okay, Alessandre, let's give this all we've got. Close your eyes, take a deep breath. We began the session. Halfway through, I heard this voice in my mind that said, Grace, he's military, be militant. And then I said, okay, Alexandre, I want you to imagine you're in a helicopter flying over a city at night, and that's your mind. And I want you to notice where you can see that the lights are on, where you can see that there's electricity. And I want you to fly over that city now to the part where there's a blackout, where there's no electricity at all. When you're there, let me know. And he did. And then I said, okay, when I count down from three to one and snap my fingers, there's going to be an explosion. Three, two, one. And now that explosion travels down the left-hand side of your face, down your neck, down your shoulder, through your arm, through your hand, out your finger, 
And I hadn't even finished the word finger. And he was moving his finger. And he opened his eyes and he looked up at me and he said, what do I do now? And I looked down at him and I said, keep moving your finger. (laughs) I was like, this session was totally over. We were both crying. He broke through his paralysis in that moment. And (laughs) his life changed forever. My life changed forever. By the end of the day, he was moving his entire hand and his wrist. The doctors were crying. The nurses were crying. His wife there in the room with him was crying. And that day I quit my job. And I've been on a mission to make hypnosis mainstream ever since. So that's how I got into this. Wow. I had full body goosebumps just when you were telling that story just then. Oh my gosh. Wow. 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 Okay. For those that are going to listen all the way to the end, we're going to have an experience at the end of this interview, aren't we? You're going to take us through a hypnosis. So, but we'll do that at the end. Let's go back a little bit before we get there. What exactly is hypnosis? What is it and what is going on? Absolutely. So the very best part of that story too, I'll tell you right before we jump on, is Alexandre is now my father-in-law. I ended up marrying his son. (laughs) That was the day I met my (laughs) father-in-law. So wait, okay. We like, oh my gosh, there's a cute photo of a man, you know, next to his bed. We like, who's that? Is that your son? Hook us up. Right, exactly. No, so Bernardo and I had been on a few dates. We'd been dating for less than a month when his father was, you know, sent back home. And he said, Listen, I don't know if you're able to help someone like my dad with this, but, you know, can we give it a shot? So we had actually already been on a few dates. We didn't know that we were going to end up being together forever. But that moment when, I mean, can you imagine like you've been dating this guy a few weeks and then all of a sudden your father, you know, he breaks through his paralysis in his first session with your girlfriend. So I think uh, that really sealed the deal for all of us. And uh, we ended up getting married less than a year later. And he told this story. My father-in-law told the story at our wedding. So it's a... Oh, it's just so wonderful and and magical and serendipitous and beautiful. But yes, what is hypnosis? Why did it work? Why was this man able to change his life in this instant? And, you know, for everybody who's listening, what I want to challenge you to ask yourself is what's your paralysis? You know, what's the thing that's holding you back and how might hypnosis be able to help you get through it? So what hypnosis is, very, very simply, I call it meditation with a goal. That's what it feels like. It feels like meditation. And the reason why it works is because when we're so wonderfully, deeply relaxed, feeling perfectly safe, we become open to the suggestions that we want to absorb. So we can get into why it's not mind control and all of that, even though that's how Hollywood portrays it. But basically, when you're relaxed and feeling safe, you can change your subconscious. But when you're stressed out and going full speed, you can't. It's nearly impossible. And in order to change our habits, our beliefs, our emotional responses, we have to meet them where they live. And that's in the subconscious. Right. Okay. So what exactly can it help with? You mentioned weight loss, nail biting, smoking, birthing, quitting sugar even. Like what other things can it help with? Oh my goodness. It can, And this is what's so interesting. When you start listing all the things hypnosis can help with, it almost sounds like snake oil, right? Like how can one thing help with all these things? But the reason is because all of these things live in your subconscious. Any habit lives in your subconscious. So if the habit is running, you want to run faster, you want to run more frequently, you want to start a running habit, you want to run differently, that you can use for hypnosis. If the habit is biting your nails, if the habit is being afraid of flying, if the habit is needing to be a dynamic public speaker, then you can use hypnosis for it. If it's a belief, if it's, I'm not good enough, I'm not beautiful enough, I'm not strong enough, I can't do this on my own, that lives in the subconscious. Hypnosis can help with that. And if it's an emotional response, you know, I yell at my kids when they're stressing me out, it's the last thing I want to do in the world. Or every time my boss calls on me in a meeting, I turn bright red. That lives in the subconscious and hypnosis can help with that. So it's truly limitless. You know, last week I helped someone with... (laughs) 
it was so interesting. It was such a dynamic day helping someone with a deathly fear of spiders followed by someone who was just promoted to CEO and needed to take their public speaking to the next level. And then someone right after that who wanted to call in the love of their life and knew that their fear of not getting married was basically making them show up like a terrifying person for every Tinder date. And the people they were meeting were just running in the opposite direction because they could sense that panic. And so we were helping her relax and get confident in her own skin. And it's just been amazing. Her dates have been unbelievable since we started our work together. So it's truly amazing the the vast array of things that hypnosis can help with. So it literally can help with everything. Yes, exactly. Everything. That's amazing. So basically, we are reprogramming our subconscious mind. That is basically what we're doing. We're getting to the root of the fear or whatever we're wanting to move through. And we're basically reprogramming that. And that's what we're doing, reprogramming the subconscious mind. This is awesome. Now, what would you say for someone who's like, oh my gosh, this is so way too woo-woo and hippie and so not for me? I'd say when I had my first hypnosis session, I worked in New York City at one of you know the most fast-paced, intense offices on Fifth Avenue. I mean, I was not a woo person, even in the slightest, but I had a problem that I wasn't able to solve with anything else. And then I gave hypnosis a shot and it was the only thing that worked. And the beautiful thing about hypnosis is that it doesn't require belief. You don't need, I mean, as much as I'm into these things now, and I am, believe me, I have come full circle (laughs) with how I used to be and how I am now. And so I will hold a crystal uh, nowadays and, you know, I will certainly get into the woo hemisphere now, but in the past, I was totally not into any of that. And hypnosis was just as effective then as it is now because there's no belief required. If you remember in my beginning of the story, I went into the session with my arms crossed saying, this is not going to work for me. I do not believe in this. And it still worked. So the difference is you don't have to believe in hypnosis for it to work. You just have to really want the result. The Efficacy of hypnosis is predicated upon how badly you want the result. And so if it's sounding woo-woo, I totally get it. I'd say, hang on till the end of the podcast, give it a shot yourself, see how it feels, and you'll realize what a natural state is. And I think anybody, especially a really practical person who just wants to live in a peak performance state, in a flow state, to live their best life, is like, you know what? If this is, if nothing else is working and you're telling me this is going to work, I might as well give it a shot. So that's what I would say. Give it a shot. Exactly. You may as well give it a go. There's no apparent bad side effects. So you may as well give it a go. It's not invasive. You don't need to go out and buy prescription drugs or anything like that. You may as well try it. And I have not met anyone who has done it for smoking or quitting sugar or nail biting or weight loss or anything like that. But I have had a lot of friends who have used it for birthing. And I am thinking about one particular school friend that I went to school with, and she's not into the woo-woo like I am. She's not into meditation or nutrition or anything like that. And she thinks I'm a little bit crazy. She's like, you and your crystals and, and your sage stick. She's like, you and your essential oils, like, oh my God, you know, it's like, get away from me with your, your, all your things. And she even went and did a hypnobirthing course. She credits that course to her whole birth. And she had a beautiful birthing experience, uh, no intervention, and there was no tearing. And she was saying to me that it was a beautiful experience. She's like, I was breathing through it and I was just doing everything that I'd learned in my hypnobirthing class. So for someone who was listening and thinking, okay, well, I'm, I'm not a smoker and I've already quit sugar and I don't bite my nails, but I'd like to maybe dive into it for birthing. Like, what is your experience with that? I'm so glad you've asked about this. So I was recently on a show over here called The Doctors on television speaking about this particular topic because I'm so passionate about it. So I have a nine-month baby boy and um, 
I was trained in hypnobirthing about three years ago. So before I was ready to have any children myself. And when I was, you know, realized I was pregnant, I had just moved to Florida and I found out my instructor from hypnobirthing, who is one of the top people in the company now, Vivian Keeler. She's so amazing. If not the second person behind Mickey Mongan, who is the creator of hypnobirthing. She lived 20 minutes from my new house. So she was my doula. So I had the number one person at hypnobirthing who had trained me was going to be there with me. And um, it was so interesting, Melissa. I thought I was going to have truly a 10 minute birth. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the most relaxing, wonderful, amazing experience. And then 40 hours later, I ended up with a <laughs> emergency cesarean. So the reason why I share this is because hypnobirthing is so phenomenally powerful. And I myself have taught women who go on to have these gorgeous births that take a handful of hours. They breathe through it. There's a smile on their face the whole time. They don't report any pain. They only report pressure. And then, you know, their baby's born, maybe even in the water. And then they have this golden hour with them. And it's this amazing, blissful experience. And I, because I taught that and was so prepared for it, thought mine would be the ultimate epitome of that. And the reason why I share my birth story now is not to say that hypnobirthing doesn't work because it works every time. But what I want to give a perspective of is that in everything else you could use hypnosis for, whether it's increasing your confidence or increasing your ability to listen to your intuition, whatever it is, you're in control. It's your life. But when you're giving birth, it's up to the baby and we are a vessel. We are here to allow this beautiful life to come through us. And I truly 100% believe that the birth you have is a birth that the baby needs and the birth that the baby chooses. And so if you use hypnobirthing during your pregnancy, what it means is you're going to have nine months of bliss. You're going to feel so calm, so relaxed, not afraid at all about your upcoming birth just joyful. And that amount of oxytocin being sent to your baby and to your own brain for nine months is going to have such a tremendous impact on who that little one is going to be for the rest of their life. And also pregnancy is such a magical time. And there's also lots of weird things going on physically and hormonally that you want to be able to use this amazing tool to help you feel incredible, not just for the few hours to few days that birth can take, but for the entire pregnancy. And then what I realize is for the women who end up having medical intervention, it's not because the hypnosis quote unquote didn't work because believe me, I've used hypnosis for every single thing in my life to tremendous success. It's because the baby needed a different experience. And I really found this out when a few months after my baby was born, I had an astrology session with an amazing astrologer who's a friend Jennifer Rassiopi. And she said, did you have a difficult birth? And I said, yeah, actually I did. And she said, oh, wow. You know, I, I didn't even ask you about it because I just thought it'd be so amazing for hypnobirthing, but your baby is a Capricorn rising, which means that he has tremendous grit and can get through any challenges in life. And you know, this and this and this, all the amazing things. But a lot of times when people are Capricorn rising, their moms had really difficult births. And I said, well, yeah, that totally makes sense. And she said, and he's Capricorn rising by three minutes. If he had been born three minutes earlier, he would have had a totally different rising sign, a completely different chart. And that the chart he has now is one that is like an unbelievable life set out for him with amazing resources. So if I had had, and he went, in, you know, when I went into labor naturally too, they didn't induce me. So if I had had that birth the way I thought I was going to in just a few hours at home, whatever else, he wouldn't be the person he was supposed to be. So hypnobirthing was gorgeous and perfect for my whole pregnancy. And even though my birth itself was still a challenge, it was an unbelievable gift to do that work. So I'd say for all the mamas to be, hypnobirthing is incredible. For all the mamas, whatever your experience was, you're incredible. And that's exactly what your baby needed. And heck, am I going to you know, go for the home birth that lasts a few hours and I breathe through it and have a smile on my face surrounded by my salt lamps. Yes, next time for sure, I'm going to go for it. But however it turns out, I'm going to know I showed up and supported the baby's uh, journey onto the planet and the way that they needed it to be. And I had those resources set for myself the best that I could be. 
Yeah, that's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that because I've had quite a few friends who wanted the essential oils and the rose petals in the bath and the Himalayan salt plants, lamps and the breathing and all of that stuff. And then they end up having this emergency cesarean. And one particular person that I'm thinking of, she really like was beating herself up for years after this. And, you know, she was like, I did everything. And, you know, it caused a lot of stress for her. And I love the concept that you said about the baby's birth. It's it's right for them. And I explained that to her and I said, you know, it's you showed up. You did all the hypnobirthing classes. You had the oils there. You had the rose petals. Like you did everything. But that soul chose that birth because it's what that soul needed in, in this lifetime. And I think we all have to remember that. One of the reasons why I teach things a little differently now, and I am such a proponent of hypnobirthing. And if anyone listening is interested in hypnobirthing, totally go for it. Take the class. It's awesome. But because of my personal experience, I now teach it differently. And I've shared this with Vivian and she's very supportive of it too, which is that now I don't just have mamas visualize their perfect birth in the water with the salt lamps and the all the things and the chanting, because that might not be the reality based on what the baby needs. So the way I teach hypnosis for birth now with my own private clients and with my online tools is we visualize all outcomes as happy outcomes. So we visualize a happy home birth if that's what the mama wants. We visualize a happy transfer to the hospital. We visualize a happy cesarean. We visualize a happy visit to the NICU. And we we give a little bit of extra weight to the birth that the mom is hoping for. But what I realize now is because we just need to show up and give that baby everything we've got so that it comes to the world happy be healthy, we, if by visualizing all outcomes being positive outcomes, it really sets us up to not go through what your friend went through and truly what I went through until I had that call with my friend, the astrologer. You know, it was like I said, I, I did everything right. How could this be? And there's no reason for moms to beat themselves up. It's already such a hard time. You're not sleeping, your hormones are changing in that fourth trimester. And postpartum depression is so difficult. And you can just spiral out into it if you think that you failed your baby, but you didn't. Exactly what you said, Melissa. They showed up, they gave it their all, and that's the birth the baby needed. So I do teach things differently now than the traditional hypnobirthing program. I think it's great, but I want to make sure that we give all mamas their best chance to be happy no matter what experience they have. I'm interested to hear, but do you not think that visualizing all outcomes, you're then putting power or potentially manifesting one of those other outcomes? Should you just focus on the ideal? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think the reason why it was so devastating for me afterwards is because to me, by visualizing only the ideal and then not getting that, everything else seemed like a failure. And that's not true. And so with hypnosis, you can only actually manifest the desire, you know, the thing that you want, right? So let's say that somebody came to me and said, um, I love smoking, but I know it's bad for me. Can you help me quit? I'd say, no, that'll be a waste of your money and my time. Come back when you actually want to quit or let's work on something else. So what I'm doing by, you know, the, the moms that I've worked with in this way is we do give a little extra weight to the desired birth plan. For some women that's in a hospital, for some women that's in a birth center, for some that's at home, we do give a little extra time to the desired one. But I want to make sure that they at least visualize and rehearse these other potential outcomes, but we weigh them all equally. So it's not like we spend 20 minutes on a cesarean and five minutes on the happy birth at the birthing center, we would spend 20 minutes on the birthing center and then maybe five equally on happy hospital transfer, happy cesarean, happy this, happy that, just so that the mom realizes come what may, I've got this. Come what may, my baby is going to be in good hands. Come what may, I'm going to remain happy and calm and this will still be the best day of my life instead of everything but this is a failure. Um, so I definitely think it's a great question that you're asking and a lot of people will have it. And I had it too. And um, But I think that ultimately what happens is if we only visualize one outcome and it's not the one the baby needs, we end up feeling like failures. And that's really rough. It's rough for the moms and it's rough for the babies. So I'd rather just quickly mentally rehearse happy outcomes for lots of scenarios than make those things demonized and make them seem like a failure by leaving them out. 
Mm. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. What is your favorite story? Um, maybe it's the one with your father-in-law, but do you have any other favorite stories where you have helped someone move through a particular thing with hypnosis? Yeah, there's two coming to mind, although I, I truly have hundreds, I mean, if not thousands, but two are coming to mind. One is very practical and one is very woo. <laughs> so which one should we go with? What do you think? Let's do both. I want both. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. So the very practical, I was working with a woman who the next step up for her in her career would have been global manager of sales. And she was terrified of flying, absolutely terrified to the point where they had had a team summit and she had had to take a train from New York to LA to get to the summit. And the train broke down multiple times and she missed it. And she had to give a massive presentation from this little dinky motel in the middle of nowhere in the middle of America with choppy Wi-Fi. And she, she would thought for sure she was going to lose her job. She came to me totally panicked. Again, saying, I don't believe in hypnosis. I think this is so weird and so woo, but I'm at the you know end of my rope. I think I'm going to lose my job. Um, I've been in the same position in my career for at least three years too long because I can't get promoted. My boss knows I can't fly and I don't see how they're going to keep me on much longer. Um, and she said, you know, someone in her family had used hypnosis to lose a hundred pounds and they had been morbidly obese. So she said, I've seen it work, but I still don't believe that it's going to work for me, but let's see what happens. So we worked together. Now I'll, I'll give you a great statistic in just a little bit about the average number of sessions per person. Um, for her with this, we ended up working on eight sessions together. <clears throat> and she had to go to Singapore for a huge, huge meeting for the entire company. And she was terrified, terrified, terrified. And after eight sessions, she not only got there, she actually enjoyed her flight. And that's not always the goal. A lot of times when it comes to fears, we just want to get it to the point where it's neutral, you know, where you're not throwing up, shaking, canceling, whatever it is, backing out of it, that you can get there and feel neutral. We don't necessarily have to tip the scale in the other direction. It's great if we can. It's not always realistic. She actually enjoyed the flight after a lifetime of terrifying fear. Within a month, she was promoted to global manager. And to this day, she sends me emails after every trip, thanking me, being like, I just went to Bali with my husband. I just went to Hong Kong for this other meeting. I just went to, you know, all over the world. She's constantly sending me emails, thanking me. And so she's always top of mind for me because truly her career was on the brink of destruction. I don't, she was going to have to do something else and move to another company and find another role. And this was her dream job. Because the thing is, she actually loved traveling when she was there. She loved other cultures. She loved team meetings, but she just couldn't get on the plane. So that was a very cool one. It was so dramatic. And then now for the woo. So this was very bizarre <laughs> and so much fun. Um, it was very early on in my career. And an attorney came to see me. And so I definitely didn't think it was going to be a woo session. And she said to me, I've had chronic pain. My whole life is getting worse and worse. I don't have fibromyalgia. I don't have any of the normal things. I've gotten tested for everything, the Lyme disease, the et cetera, et cetera. And I don't have any of that. I don't know what it is, um, but it's really starting to destroy my life. I have a great career. I have a great partner, um, but I'm becoming angrier and angrier and more and more resentful due to this pain. And also my stamina is decreasing. I, I feel like I'm going to have to go on disability pretty soon and stop working. So we went into this session and when we do something called the affect bridge, which is where we go back to the source of the issue, the very beginning of the issue, I never say, okay, let's go back to high school or let's go back to childhood. Or I never say, where do you think the problem began? Let's go back there. I always say, let's go back to the source. Let's go back to the source of the issue. So in this particular session, the source of the issue was not in a past life, which sometimes it goes there, which is also fascinating. We could talk about that, but it went to a lifetime on another planet. So all of a sudden, this very straight laced, very normal woman who is an attorney in New York City is sitting there across from me explaining life on another planet that's not Earth. And I am a brand new hypnotherapist sitting on the edge of my seat saying, what in God's name am I going to do with this? What is happening? So she's describing this planet where there are beings that are kind of like humans, but they have these larger heads and they're running around moving very quickly. And then all of a sudden they slow down a little bit when they're standing right in front of you. And she said, one of them said, oh, I knew you'd be back. 
I knew you'd be back. Oh, you couldn't hack it on earth. I knew you'd be back. And so we're asking these beings questions, trying to figure out what the heck is going on here. Finally, it takes us to this little, what would be like a cottage. And there's a little old, what kind of like a woman sitting there. And we finally find out that what happened was this woman is there guarding my client's soul. And she says, you had never incarnated on earth before. You were worried you wouldn't like it. So you left your soul here. And you told me if you came back asking for it, that I couldn't give it to you. Whoa. And then what? So I said, okay, we've got an attorney here. Good thing. We got to do some negotiating. And basically what the woman, you know, my client said to this little old lady, okay, I'm on earth and I basically feel like I'm dying. I think I'm dying. My whole body is in pain because I don't have a soul. I realize now that's why. And I need you to give me some of my soul. And the little old lady saying, you told me not to give you your soul, even if you said that. So my client said, okay, well, I need part of my soul. I'm dying on earth. And if I incarnated there, it's because I wanted to have a full life experience there. So they negotiated. And finally, the woman said, okay, I'll give you 80% of your soul. So we did this whole integration process where my client is integrating her soul back into her being. We take her back down to earth, make sure that her soul is intact, almost like Peter Pan attaching the uh, back to the body, fully integrating the soul. I count the woman back up out of the hypnotherapy session. She looks at me just very nicely says, thank you. I mean, I want to be like, what was that? You know, I thought she might be shocked or angry or confused. She just said, okay, thank you so much. That was very interesting. Left. Didn't hear from her for about six months. Um, because back then when I was a brand new hypnotherapist, I would just do one session at a time. Now I only offer packages and we can talk about why, why I do that. It's very intentional. But she emailed me six months later saying, Grace, I have to tell you my pain is has almost completely gone that ever since that session if it was debilitating before it's uh it's like so low now that it's just a minor annoyance every here like every now and again i barely even notice it i can go days without feeling any pain and when it does show up it is totally manageable i don't know what went on in that session but you changed my life and i'm forever indebted to you and for the next year, I just kept seeing attorney after attorney after attorney because she kept sending me all of her friends <laughs> and none of them had sessions on other planets. They all stayed here on earth. But that was one of the best sessions I've ever experienced. I loved it so much. It was fascinating. And it wasn't just fascinating because of the experience itself during the session, but it was fascinating because the results she had afterwards and how dramatic they were. Wow. That is Awesome. What a great story. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. I'd love now to do one. Can you take us through one? Yes, absolutely. So I'm thinking that um, because you have such a broad audience, the one topic that all people tend to love is stress relief. Because even when we've got all of our amazing tools in place, life can be challenging, especially when we're up leveling. So we can do um, stress relief or we could do confidence building. That's another one that typically everybody can really enjoy and benefit from. So what do you think you and your audience would enjoy most? I think stress relief. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, I think I would like that. Okay, great. So what I'll do is I'll keep it nice and short just because I want everybody to see how quickly they can go in and how quickly they can have an experience. All while knowing that a typical hypnosis session is anywhere between 45 and 60 minutes, um, but we'll just keep it to a few minutes. And when we do this, can we then do this ourselves at home? Yes, absolutely. So anybody who's listening to this uh, podcast episode, you could come back, rewind and listen to this over and over again, just this little hypnosis session anytime you want. So all of my sessions with my clients take place over the phone. I have very global clientele. I don't even do in person anymore. So simply by you know plugging in your headphones or you don't even need headphones truly and listening. Um, I even do hypnosis live on you know Facebook live and Instagram live all the time. So certainly you can follow along at home right now. If you're driving listening to this episode, please do not follow along with hypnosis. You could either fast forward or come back and listen to it another time. That's the only time you don't want to do hypnosis if you're driving because you are going to relax very deeply. But other than that, you're good to go. All right, let's do it. I am so excited. 
Me too. So the first question that I always ask everybody before you even close your eyes is to notice your starting stress levels. So zero would be zero stress, no stress at all, the most relaxed a person can possibly be. And 10 would be a full-blown panic attack, the most stressed a person could possibly be. So Melissa, what's your starting number right now? Um, Maybe a three. Perfect. Good. So everybody else who's listening, notice your starting numbers as well. And now everyone can go ahead and close your eyes. Take a nice, deep, letting go breath. Already beginning to relax both mind and body. Relax the top of your head. Relax your forehead, smoothing out any creases. Relax the tiny muscles next to your eyes. Relax your jaw, letting it hang loose and slack. Good. And as you relax your jaw, you send a message to the rest of your body that it's safe for you to relax. Relax your shoulder. Relax your arms all the way through to the fingertips. Relax your torso, breathing easily, really releasing your stomach. And relax your legs all the way out through the bottoms of the feet. Taking another nice, deep, letting go breath. Repeating silently in your mind after me. I am safe. I am calm. I choose to be here. Good. And now imagining a color you love forming at the top of your head and thinking that color to yourself now. As that color begins to pour in through the top of your head all the way through your body, out the bottoms of your feet, down into the center of the earth. And you realize now your eyelids are so wonderfully deeply relaxed. Your eyelids are so wonderfully deeply relaxed that they just want to stay closed. No matter how hard you try to open them, they just want to stay closed. When you're absolutely certain they just won't open, go ahead and think to yourself that color you love once more. Good, that color flowing in through the top of your head, all the way through your body, out the bottoms of your feet, down into the center of the earth. And now with each and every single decreasing number, you'll easily and effortlessly double your relaxation, repeating in your mind after me. Five, I'm going deeper and deeper. Four, I'm going deeper and deeper. Three, I'm going deeper and deeper. Two, I'm going deeper and deeper. One, I'm going deeper and deeper. One more time, imagining that color you love flowing in through the top of your head, all the way through your body, out the bottoms of your feet. And repeating one last time, I am safe. I am calm. I choose to be here. Another nice deep letting go breath. Putting a smile on your lips, opening your eyes, and now noticing your new number on the scale. So Melissa, zero is zero stress, no stress at all, the most relaxed a person can possibly be. What number would you say you are now? Zero. 
Good. Beautiful. So if we were on Facebook Live or Instagram, I would say everybody write their starting number dash their final number and you would write three dash (laughs) zero, which is beautiful. So you can see in just that was less than five minutes. Imagine, you know, being in a situation where you're at an eight or a nine doing this simple process. And then all of a sudden you're at a four or five, which is totally manageable. And then if you did it back to back, you actually go twice as deep every time you go into hypnosis, come out and then go in again. So if you did it back to back, you could go from an eight to a two or an eight to a one in just a few minutes, which is totally life transforming. That was so delicious. I didn't want it to end. I just feel like curling up in my bed right now and just drifting off to a beautiful sleep. I just feel so relaxed in your voice. Oh my goodness. It was just so beautiful. So, so beautiful and so powerful. So thank you so much for for doing that. I almost feel like I'm like, all right, okay, cool. I'm doing an interview. That's right. That's right. I'm here. I'm here. What am I doing again? Oh yeah. I'm going to get back to my questions. Are we still recording? I'm like, yeah, okay. We're still recording. I just went into such deep relaxation that I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I've got to, I've got to make sure we're still on time and that we're doing everything that we're meant to be doing. So thank you for sharing that so much. It's, it was so beautiful. And, um, I'm going to definitely be listening to some more. I think it's it's something that I'd love to explore more in my own personal life. Just get, you know, listen to them just before bed or something like that. Just start incorporating them into my life. So you've got some on your website, don't you? Yes, we have a whole lot of goodies there. We have single sessions, we have seven day courses, we have 21 day courses. Probably my new favorite gem is our app. That's the easiest thing to to just pop in those headphones right before bed. And What's it called? Yeah, if you go into, um, it's on Android and iOS, it's just called Grace Space. And um, you'll see it pop up, our little Grace Space Hypnosis logo, which I love so much. We just got that in the past few months. It's beautiful. We did a rebranding. And um, the app is is just lovely. And something that we're doing right now actually is, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get to this soon, but since we're on the topic of the app and these online recordings, um, anytime someone pre-orders my book that's coming out in the next, um, on July 17th, we are gifting a $50 coupon because we don't want people to have to wait to enjoy the power of hypnosis. So if anybody listening is intrigued and wants to get started, um, I'd love to help you get started for free. So by pre-ordering the book, we send you that $50 coupon and you can put it towards any of the online um, digital downloads. Mm, Wow, that's so amazing. Thank you so much. I'm going to check out your app and download that so I can do that. It's, It's awesome. And we'll link to everything in the show notes as well. So for anyone who is driving right now and thinking, oh my goodness, okay, I need to write all this down. Don't worry. It's all in the show notes. But I would love to shine the spotlight on you a little bit and ask you, what is bringing you the most joy in your life right now? Mm, definitely my baby. Definitely my baby. I mean, there's so many amazing things happening with my company. We've got a TV show in the works and we're getting amazing press and the books. So there's just um, incredible things happening. I love my school, my hypnotherapy students, but really in my life, as soon as you said joy, I just saw his smile and his eyes lighting up and he just took his first steps uh, about a week ago and uh, he just fills my heart with joy. So it's, it's such a pleasure having his little soul in my presence. Oh, that's so beautiful. I'd love to hear now, what's something that you're working on or would like to improve within yourself at the moment? Mm, I love these questions because we can always get to the next level. (laughs) Truthfully, the biggest thing is now that the larger and larger opportunities are coming my way, things that I haven't done before, you know, like uh, pitch meetings with producers. And uh, we have an investor that's interested in coming in and 
becoming a partner in our company. So these huge big things that I've never done before. When I get a little bit nervous nowadays, I'm finding that I snap at my saint of a husband because he's just so patient and wonderful and lovely. And the other things that I've worked on so much with hypnosis before previously, like the fear of public speaking, things like that. I don't now. It's like calm, it's chill, it's good. But these next level things that I've never dealt with before, I am finding that there's still a little bit of like snapping and irritation at him, which is just got to go. You know, it's just totally got to go. So, um, you know, the barber can't cut their own hair. And so I go to my wonderful hypnotherapist. And the thing that I'll probably work on next is when it's these huge, big life transforming opportunities to make sure that leading up to it, even if I feel that excitement of butterflies, that I am kind and loving towards my husband, because he's my number one support in the whole wide world and the last person I should be snapping at. So that's uh, definitely what I'm working on now. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that and being so honest. All right. Let's pretend that you have a magic wand and you could put one book in the school curriculum of every single high school around the world. Besides your book that is coming out, what is the one book that you would choose? I would choose A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle for sure. And a close second, which is totally different, would be Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. Because I think those two things combined would lead to the life I'm living right now. So if anybody in that high school wanted to be an entrepreneur with a business that made a difference on the planet and could live all over the world and travel all over the world and make a great income, I think the foundation of A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle has got to be there first. And then For Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss would help you give the business skills to get there. Yeah, they're great books. Both of those books I've read and we'll link to them in the show notes, but they are such great books. All right, let's talk about how your day looks, in particular, your morning routine. I love hearing about how people prime themselves for the day and how you set yourself up for success. So do you have a morning routine? And if so, can you talk us through it? So it changed a lot with having a baby, but this is um, how it is now. And I love it so much. So I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is I spend time with the baby. So we just play. Um, it's just me time, just me and the baby hanging out. And my husband usually starts working right away. We're, we're business partners too. And um, we just play, we just have fun. We run around. It's, it's totally carefree. And then when our nanny arrives, which we very much need to have in order to run our business together, then I start with my daily Kriya, which is a pretty long meditation, uh, breathing process that I learned. Actually, Bernardo and I, that's where we met. We met in t- a meditation class at the Art of Living. So I do this long Kriya and then I follow that with listening to hypnosis. And as much as I know my hypnosis changes lives, <laughs> listening to my own voice isn't always the thing I want to do first thing in the morning. So I listen to the hypnosis that my students, the graduates of my hypnotherapy school created because they're amazing. So I listen to a hypnosis recording from one of my students. Then I typically go for a one mile run on the beach. I live right across the street from the beach in Florida. And uh, by the time I'm done with all that, I am like ready, raring to go. I have a green smoothie. I sit down at my desk and I just work nonstop for hours. Then I take a, a little break later on the day to be with the baby again, finish working. And then evening time is all baby time. So um, that's how I start the day. It's pretty strict. It's like pretty intense, but I really need that. The bigger our company gets, the more regimented and deep my morning practice has to be. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I love it. Now, what are three things you're most recently grateful for? I'm most recently grateful for my 101-year-old Nana and the beautiful birthday that we had today. I am grateful for... I'm grateful for getting booked for the Dr. Oz show. So that's coming up. That's going to be really fun and exciting. I'm really grateful for this conversation that we've had, to be perfectly honest. I think I I shared some things that I don't normally get to share, like the story about the other planet and then the whole long story about meeting my father-in-law. But I love long form. That's why I love podcasts so much. And it's such an honor and a privilege to be here speaking to you and your beautiful audience and being able to really go deep. So I'm really grateful for the opportunity to do that. And um, I thank you for it. Mm, Thank you. I I have loved this so much. I just wish we could do a whole hour on hypnosis because that was so juicy. Like, oh my gosh, I just, maybe we can do a session afterwards when we're not recording so that I can really get into it. 
Oh, I would love to give to you a session anytime and we can do it offline. We could do it on Facebook, wherever you feel most comfy. It'd be my absolute pleasure to gift you a session because this has been such a gift. Oh, thank you. It's been awesome. But I've got a couple more questions for you. I've got three little rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yes. Alrighty. In your opinion, what is one of the most important things that we can do today for our health? Self-hypnosis every day. Yep. All right. What is one of the most important things that we can do for wealth? So more abundance in all areas of our life. Give. Find a charity you love. Give them 10 bucks a week. Everybody can afford that. You'll feel abundant. You'll know that you're supporting a cause that you love. And anytime you think to yourself, I don't have enough money, you know that's not true because you have enough to give. And that is a lot. Mm, Love that. Totally agree. And what is one of the most important things that we can do today for more love? Be kinder to yourself. When you're kinder to yourself, you attract that kindness in others. And so if you're looking to improve an existing relationship, if you're looking to call a relationship in, it starts with you. Be kinder to yourself with your internal dialogue. That's the place to start. Hell yeah, sister. I totally agree. Is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners? Is there anything that you want to impart last words of wisdom, anything that I haven't asked you that you want to talk about? Yeah, I'd love to just tell everybody a little bit more about this beautiful book that's coming into the planet that I'm so excited to share. So it's called Close Your Eyes, Get Free. And what it is, is a manual for self-hypnosis. Because as much as I love the recordings and the app, and as much as I love the private sessions, all of those things require someone else, right? They require the person to record it. They require the headphones, whatever it else is. Um, but self-hypnosis is something that you can learn to do by yourself, anytime, any place, anywhere, when you need to change your state powerfully. And this book is a a long time coming and I call it close your eyes, get free. Because to me, that's the only reason to do hypnosis. It's because it sets you free. It's, it's a conduit for freedom. It's shedding of other people's conditioning and allowing you to blossom from the inside out, tapping into your inner brilliance that you were already born with. So, um, I'm just so excited to share that with the world. It's my first book and I'm really excited because it's not just what's hypnosis, how does it work, but it's how can you use hypnosis without needing anyone else there with you. So um, I really hope that anyone who's intrigued will check that out. And then of course you get those pre-order goodies like the $50 coupon and access to uh, an online workshop called how to train your subconscious just as a thank you for supporting the the pre-orders. But yeah, it's, it's the most exciting thing going on with my company right now. And I hope that it's going to change as many lives as I've been visualizing for a long time now. I cannot wait to read it. And we will definitely link to it in the show notes so everyone can get their hands on a copy as soon as it lands. But before we go, I just want to personally thank you so much for the work that you're doing. And I'm a massive believer in service. And I want to know how I and the listeners can serve you today. What can we do to serve you? Oh my goodness. What a beautiful question. Thank you. To be perfectly honest, since my mission is to make hypnosis mainstream, that means things just like this, conversations just like this with beautiful audiences who want to live their best lives, but also want to make the world a better place. And so the way that everyone listening can serve me would be to help get the word out. Invite me onto your podcast if you have one. If you have the ear of a local radio station or a TV station, you know, I'd love to come on. If you've got a platform on YouTube or Facebook, I'd love to come on. I, you know, the, the more that I can come forward and say hypnosis is not what Hollywood said it was. It's this instead, and it can change your life. That to me feels like I'm I'm fulfilling my mission. So um, if you've got a platform that I can come speak on, that's how that's how you can help me, and I'd be so so very grateful. Oh yeah, I think it needs to be out there. It's so powerful, and I just want to thank you for not only this beautiful conversation, but for all the work that you're doing and for the light 
that you are being in this world. I'm so grateful our paths have crossed. You are such a divine goddess. And I hope to get to hug you one day in person. You have to let me know if you come to Australia and I'll let you know if I come to Florida. But in the meantime, over Skype is is good. That'll do for now. Thank you so much. And I just want to acknowledge you for all the work you're doing. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's been such a tremendous honor. Thank you. I am definitely going to be checking out Grace's app and going to incorporate some hypnosis meditations into my daily life. It's awesome. I felt so good. I don't know about you, but I just, wow, I went into a deep relaxation. And if you loved that hypnosis and today's episode as much as I did, please subscribe and leave me a five-star review in iTunes or on your podcast app because that means that we can inspire even more people together. And don't forget to tell me on social media, either on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, who you would like me to have on the show. And for everything that Grace and I mention in today's episode, you can check out in the show notes and that is over at melissaambrosini.com forward slash 117. And you can also check out all my other episodes there too. Just a reminder that if you haven't got my latest book, Open Wide, A Radically Real Guide to Deep Love, Rocking Relationships and Soulful Sex, You can get your hands on that right now. And all you have to do is head to melissaambrosini.com forward slash open wide to get your copy now. And if you also head there, you can get access to my free open wide video masterclass that Nick and I created just for you. Go and check it out. It is so epic. You guys are going to love it. And if you want to be the review of the week for next week, make sure you head on over to iTunes and leave me a review. And before I go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here, for wanting to be the best version of yourself and for showing up today for you. You rock. Now, if there's someone in your life that you can think of that would really benefit from this episode, please be an angel and share it with them right now. You can take a screenshot, share it on your social media, email it to them, text it to them, do whatever you've got to do to get this into their ears. And until next time, don't forget that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word.